and welcome back to another episode of Travel Minded the Podcast. On today's episode, I am joined by Fatima Almata, who is a Kuwaiti travel influencer and an entrepreneur who quickly started her own travel consulting company after being able to share her experiences through online content creation, through social media platforms like Instagram, Snapchat, and YouTube. On the podcast, we talk about her graduating from IE Business School in Madrid, Spain, and how she pursued her dreams of traveling the world and found lucrative business in her passions. She now makes the world a smaller place for her travellers through her company, Hello Explorer Travel Consulting, and through sharing her experiences on her social media channels. She's collaborated with numerous brands in the travel industry, and with her creativity and expertise in the travel industry, she continues to inspire and empower others to pursue their own travel dreams. Hi Emma. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, Sorry good. Thanks. Slight you. delay. I was trying Don't to uh, fix something with the internet. <laughs> <laughs> We've made it. We've made it. Well, thank you so much yeah. for coming on. I'm looking forward to talking to you. Yeah, me too. I'm excited for this. Absolutely. So, are you at the moment living in Dubai? I'm currently in between Dubai and Kuwait. Yes. Okay. But, uh, at the moment, I'm in Dubai. Yes. Nice. How long have you been there for? I've been here for two months now. Okay. Uh, and it seems that I'll be staying longer. <laughs> I Is really that like for work here. then? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I have my company back in Kuwait so I and my team, so I have to be going back and forth. But there's a lot of opportunity here in Dubai. Like uh, so many businesses that I work with are based here in the hospitality industry. So it makes sense to be between back and forth. Absolutely. So yeah. you grew up in Kuwait. How how was childhood there? Were you kind of, how was the culture and... um. Did you get to travel much when you were growing up? Well, let's see. Um, yes, born and raised in Kuwait, lived most of my life there, uh, definitely. And the culture is really nice. Like it's it's good to be part of a, of a family living in Kuwait. It's very safe. Uh, food is good. Uh, education is good. Healthcare is good. So it's good growing up there in that sense. But the culture is also very reserved. So especially for women, it's very like, uh, traditional so it's there's not much flexibility in terms of traveling and going around especially back in the day when I started my journey and even before so my travels were mostly with my family uh, when I when I started growing up and it's mostly like let's say family vacations or holidays where it's in the summer and we're all traveling as a family together um, restaurants hotels and shopping and so on so there's n- not much like exploring let's say in terms Absolutely. of travel but as I grew older and uh, I started like becoming, you know, my own person, uh, trying to be curious about the world. And I did my MBA in Spain, Madrid. And I think that was the breakthrough for me where I had the chance to live away from my family a little bit. Um, because like how it works for us, we live with our families in our family's household until we're married. So we have to be with them the entire time. So it's kind of limiting, I would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, in that sense so yeah the minute I left uh, Kuwait and I was in Madrid and I started like meeting people from all over the world Curaçao Cuba Dominican Republic things are like on the other side of the spectrum when it comes to Kuwait I was very curious to like start this journey absolutely so what made you decide to study in Madrid then 
So I did not know any Spanish at all. And it was a complete different culture for me. And it was a challenge. So the school is one of the top 10 business schools in the world. So I wanted something good also for, for my uh, resume and work uh, career at the time, because I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to be in marketing. I knew I wanted to have my own company. So I specialized in entrepreneurship. And this was one of the best schools that has entrepreneurship program there. So I applied there, luckily got accepted, and it was a nice challenge learning Spanish uh, at the time as well. And the people are amazing there. I mean, Spain. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So do you speak Spanish now? I used to be much more fluent, but now it's super rusty. It's been too long. <laughs> no, that's brilliant. So I guess after that, that's kind of when you first started officially finding your love for traveling and you started doing a lot of solo traveling where was your first place I guess aside from going to Madrid that you went to on your own so the U.S. for me was a wild first solo trip because like again coming from a small country and going to a big country like the U.S. and you know it's a different culture and being there solo was challenging but it was nice I think it's one of the nicer destinations to explore solo because like it's just like equipped with a lot of things that you can find whatever you need so that was a nice challenging first solo trip for me. Absolutely. So did you get accommodation provided for you? Was it easy to kind of sort out that? No, you had to find it yourself. Yeah, of course. Oh. I funded myself for the longest time, actually. Like now, recently, when it became a business, I started getting sponsored after like proving myself and working for it. But at the beginning, it was very self-funded. Like I, I was working, I was an employee full time. So then I needed to take vacations and then to like budget and then see like my salary, if, if that's OK or not. Like it was definitely self-funded at the beginning. Absolutely. And then, of course, famously, you set up the Hello 965 blog. Is that how you'd set? Is that how you'd um, pronounce it? So basically, I would say hello 965 and yeah. 965 is the Kuwait country code when you call Kuwait. So and you, I love you that. Dial, yeah. yeah, you dial 965 and then you're like, oh, Kuwait. And then that's a, like a cute story for me, because like when I was in Madrid, people would call me hello, Kuwait. <laughs> so that's how no, kind of like how the name came, because to them, like Kuwait is a very exotic, tiny country, you know, and what are you doing here? How are we meeting someone from, someone from Kuwait? And that's how it started. I'm like, okay, you know what? Because the blog used to be something else. It was my initials, FJ Bliss, and, and it was something completely different. And as I started venturing more into travel, I'm like, okay, this is very personal. It's Hello965, which is Hello Kuwait, and it's Kuwait where I come from. So it's it's cute. And it's, yeah. it's kept on being that. And I found it a little bit challenging as I went global because people don't necessarily know what 965 is but once I tell them what 965 is it gets exciting for them so I mean it's been working well <laughs> absolutely it's very unique and it's it's like you said very special and personal to you but also it's very cleverly done so well done <laughs> <laughs> how did you what did you kind of do when you first started the blog what were you planning to get out of it was it just a blog of day-to-day -day and lifestyle then so when it first, first, first started, it was, I think, back in 2008 or 2009. And that was, I think, the beginning of blogging for everybody, like in at least our side of the world. And and it was blogging. So I was like, OK, let's let's explore this wave. So I was literally blogging about everything and anything, technology, gadgets, food, restaurants. So anything that comes to mind. So very much lifestyle. I would write about it. And the traction and the views were coming to travel, mostly. 
So that also like ignited something in me. I'm like, oh, there is a lot of demand for travel and the travel programs that I'm putting. Let's venture into that more. And slowly it started building up until Instagram came into play, which was around 2011, I think, 2010. Um, and that's when things shifted to Instagram and people liked visuals more than blogging. But I still have my blog. Um I kind of locked myself out for 10 days. So I was like very stressed about it. I thought I lost it completely like after oh, no. 12, 15 years. And I'm like, no, but yeah, thankfully it's back and it's still, it's still there. I love my blog. Absolutely. And I think it's great that you had that base when Instagram then started that you could then refer people to that and you could have the traffic going through your blog as well from all the different kind of streams now when you've got TikTok and there's so many other things now coming into play and you've got a following on Snapchat as well and there are so many social media channels and I'm I think I'm on all of them I would say maybe (laughs) so I'm on Twitter I'm active on Twitter I'm active on Snapchat Instagram TikTok Facebook I have a page LinkedIn I have a page so like uh, kind of yeah, I'm kind of everywhere. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's great because then you can get to different audiences and different, you'll, yeah, you'll be attracting different kinds of audiences as well. Um, For sure. It's always great. And of course, then yeah. you've got the LinkedIn audience, which may be more business related. So yeah, it's always a good one. 100%, yeah. YouTube is different. Instagram is different. Twitter is different. LinkedIn is different. And you'll have to like think of content for each differently. And, and sometimes you can share the same things, but uh, yeah, different people are looking for different things in these platforms. Of course, you've um, then kind of used that platform to then go on and create other businesses as well. You're just you're just everywhere. You've got so many businesses. How do you <laughs> how do you keep up with kind of finding that balance between everything? Because of course, you've got the Hello Explorer, Travel Bespoke kind of consulting um, business that you have. And then alongside the Hello 965, you also have the Hello Casines and Hello Hotels. Where do you find that balance? I envy how how well <laughs> you seem to be doing it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I think the secret to all of it is time management, to be honest. Like you just need to manage your time. And then there are so many tools online to help you like schedule things or track things. And then like, if you're putting a schedule and you're just working by that schedule and that have been the case for me in the past couple of years. And I think that's what kept me going, to be honest. I mean, for, for Hello Explorer, I definitely have a team because it's it's a company on its own. I have like, it's a full on structure. So I have a, myself CEO and then COO and then the team. And so there is a full on team behind that because it's more, you know, B2C and there's a the customer side of it. So it's more of a, like an official business consultancy and I'm working with different also B2Bs. So I have huge support in that sense. And then, but when it comes to my blog, it's all about like scheduling. It's all about like having a timeline and then knowing what what to post when. And my hello hotels and hello cuisines are more of like a support account where sometimes when I go to places and I like them so much, but now since my blog is, is, or my Instagram account has become a little bit also more on the commercial side in terms of doing business. So I don't want to just promote any hotel. So it's very strategic, but sometimes I really like hotels. So I would go ahead and post them on my other accounts because I want to, I want to tell people to go to them. So I still wanted to keep that authenticity to it without necessarily having it like a business, like, okay, you know, I'm not promoting this hotel, but I'm telling you it's nice and it's worth checking out. 
Absolutely. So I, I've always liked that aspect of my blog, which is basically sharing my opinion and making it something that's not really commercial. It's just like authentic and, and organic. And then I tell my opinions and people would go or not based on what they think, basically. Yeah. So I kept those secondary accounts basically for that reason. And then I also have a social media agency, which is, again, from all the exposure that I've done and that, I mean, the work I've done on my accounts, I thought there's a very great opportunity to start also assisting people and giving them uh, help and assistance in terms of social media. So I also have a team and partners with that company and they are also supporting. Absolutely. And I guess then you can tie in the degree that you got from doing kind of marketing and kind of how you wanted to kind of see your career going. It's just kind of going down a different route, I guess. I think I, I absolutely love how things unfolded, to be honest. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm very happy with how things unfolded because it's normal not to know what you want at the beginning. And as you go along, you could be still super successful, but you still don't know if this is for you or not. And that's completely fine. That being confused is okay. And a lot of people go through these feelings and emotions and roller coaster of like, oh, I don't know where I am in life. I don't know what I do. And if, if I had listened to these thoughts and and okay, I don't know, I'm confused. Okay, I'm just gonna let it go. No, 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 it would have been a completely different story. But I I kind of like took it in and I'm like, it's fine, it's okay not to know. And let's explore, let's experiment. There's no such thing, it's too late. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I'm 38 now. And all of this happened in the past 10 years, which is I was 28. Like in when you think about that age for other people, like, ah oh, no, I'm 28, I'm already starting my career, I don't want to change. So I am very much pro, if you feel like changing, continue on exploring and continue on checking what works for you. And I think that's what I did. Like I continued, I was in real estate and I was investment banking and I was in, in like in the financial world and you know what we're always taught we should be. <laughs> and I was there and I was good at it. I just didn't feel that this is where I should be. Mm -hmm. So I kept on doing things on the side and exploring and as, as it picked up, I mean, it needs a lot of work with a little bit of luck. Yeah. <laughs> and then you see opportunity and you just grab it and you continue. So with that said, and exploring different angles, I think everything I experienced, I managed to somehow tie it up together and it took me where I am today. So I am a def definitely a combination of all my learning experience put together, for sure. Absolutely. So I'm like very like, happy about that, yeah. Yeah, and I think... Like you said, life is all about trialing things and sometimes things will work and sometimes don't they don't work. So True. I always say you never know if you don't try. So <laughs> absolutely. I mean, better say I tried and it worked or not than what if, you know what I mean? That's very yeah. true, actually. Yeah, absolutely. No, I love that. Exactly. Did I see online that you also have a gift shop in Mexico? Oh, no. So I used to have a gift shop and it's yeah. inspired by a very good friend of mine. She's Mexican. She does have a gift shop and we kind of deal with the same suppliers and she was a great help, help and assistance for me to establish it. I actually met her in business school and uh, she helped me a lot with establishing this business, but it, it continued for five years. And then after the, with the pandemic, I decided to shut down. No, Obviously. fair enough. COVID. But of course, you've got so many other businesses. You should, yeah. <laughs> before yeah, we know it, you'll true. be you'll be taking over the whole world, and you'll have, <laughs> you'll have everything. <laughs> so, I guess my question next would be: What do you enjoy the most about traveling? Honestly, and there are so many things I love about traveling. Um, 
but I really, really, really enjoy meeting people, mm-hmm. uh, different people, seeing how they are. Like we see how different we are, but how the same we are at the same time. That really excites me, like uh, meeting people, seeing their daily routines, seeing how the world is so big, but then you just connect on the smallest things and you're like, oh, this is interesting. Like, for example, you meet somebody and you're like, oh, you sound exactly like my best friend who's from Kuwait or like these kind of experiences and then meeting people and seeing their cultures and then maybe sometimes living with them or like seeing these different things. It's very refreshing and it's also a very humbling experience. So we tend tend to... forget how blessed we are on our daily basis like we take things for granted and a lot of these trips are a reminder that we should be very grateful and very happy to what we have to the simplest things and and sometimes like for having hot water in your bathroom or for having a pillow to sleep on so there are different spectrums of of like the things you get from travel but I think these are the top things that comes to mind which is like Again, A, like meeting people and seeing how different but the same you are and B, like how humbling of an experience it is and reminding you of how grateful you should be with small things. Absolutely. And what would you say has been your favorite travel memory, I guess, kind of based on that? I think something like that always, I like I always think about this uh, memory. I'm, like I have plenty for sure, but this is the, the one that stands out. Uh, I was in Cuba and I remember we were driving uh, in a very rural area. So like um, you see like kids running in the street and they had like a lot of rain. So like everything, like water was everywhere and it was drenched. And I was looking and I felt sad. Like I was like, oh, like this is so sad. Like people are outside in the street and, you know, like what are they going to do? Everything is ruined. And I can't forget the sight I've seen, which is seeing people like like they were all gathered in one place they were smiling they were so happy they were dancing and then like and I remember like I was telling uh the person who was driving him like can we stop and see what's going on there and then we just stop and go down and they're like oh bienvenida and they start welcoming me and they start dancing and we're all (laughs) dancing and I'm like I'm like is this real like they're so happy it doesn't seem that they're like there's a disaster around them like and their houses are ruined and it's like they're but they, they just managed to turn that moment into a very, very happy moment. And they're like, oh, here, you want food? And, and they were dancing and happy. And they were like, and I started conversating with them in Spanish at the time. And I'm like, so like, are you guys not worried about what's going on? And they're like, oh, you got to live each time at a day and enjoy the moment. And it was just like so inspiring. And I was so shocked. And I can't wipe that memory out of my yeah. head I, I really like it I really that like sounds it. really special and I think yeah it goes to show that you can go to other countries that are less fortunate and maybe their priorities might be slightly different to us and it definitely then does put things into perspective for us doesn't it to then be like oh actually I'm being silly being upset that I haven't had a parcel arrive in time or you know those type of things exactly. when actually exactly. yeah 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 totally like I love it. I love it. Like these, these little moments are so special and we tend to forget that. So this is like a nice uh, reminder. I also have like other really nice moments where like, I'm, you know, <laughs> in the middle of like, for example, the Alps where like I was, uh, I remember I was like uh, not skiing, but I was sitting in a cafe on the top and it was just like so serene and white and beautiful. And I remember like, just like standing there and just like gazing through the endless white 
and I was just so stunned like all the mountains and everything is white and it was a special feeling because like I felt something in my heart I just don't know what it was it's like overwhelming but like you feel too small so small like in a very big world so that was also a nice memory <laughs> absolutely and this is always a tough question to answer but where has been your favorite place to travel to oh that's definitely something I I definitely <laughs> cannot answer but yeah I can say like I always say Madrid because like it has a special place in my heart but I also loved a lot uh, going to Bora Bora so it was a trip from New Zealand to Bora Bora and it was literally three nights and I was there for my birthday. So I managed to like have two birthdays in New Zealand and then a couple of days, a couple of hours before in Bora Bora with the time difference. But I think Bora Bora was super nice. Uh, water was super blue. Uh, it's not so commercial. Uh, so it's very authentic. You see the French Polynesian culture that comes from the Hawaiian side. So it has this diversity and the water is so nice and people are friendly. So I really liked Bora Bora. No, that sounds brilliant. And I guess as well, as part of your job, being able to do content creating as well, you must be able to go to some great places as part of work as well. I'm very, very fortunate that this is my job (laughs) because I I really like it. I mean, there's a lot of work that goes behind the scenes that nobody sees. And actually, recently, I started shedding light on that work because like sometimes it gets frustrating for people to see that we're going through all this amazing experience and they're like, how are you getting this? So, you know, but like they don't see what happens behind the scenes and what actually puts you there. But with that said, I mean, you put in the work and you get you get the reward, which is basically all these beautiful destinations and places you go to. So very grateful to have seen like so many beautiful hotels around the world, uh, so many unique destinations. Like recently I've worked, for example, a lot with uh, the tourism board in Switzerland. I I was very fortunate to be able to experience a lot of the spas on the mountain and, and they're just like so pretty and beautiful. And you keep on thinking, okay, I've seen it all. But not really. Every yeah. time I'm impressed and stunned every single time. So it's it's gorgeous. Absolutely. And I, I guess it's so important to shed light on the other side of it, where you're saying that actually people don't see behind the scenes. I was speaking to someone else on here and they were saying, you know, for years I was getting rejections and now they've built up a great following. They're able to do incredible stuff, but people don't see the other side where actually with that job comes so many rejections and you have to get yourself into that point where you're like, okay, that's fine. There's something else out there and you're just going to kind of move on to the next project. So I think- Oh, 100%, 100% because like, I mean- so many rejections and we still get rejections so it's 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 fine and that's normal but that that is definitely part of the job and there are so many issues we go through there's so much health issues that you go through from all the traveling i mean it's just like any other job it's just that what you see is the perfect picture but behind that goes a lot of work and i remember sitting with um, uh, a person like a, an acquaintance of mine and we were sitting and and he was asking me he's like oh yeah so what do you have next and I'm like yeah I'm going to create content for this hotel and this destination and he's like oh so what do you do you just take pictures and and what like a hard a tough life and I started <laughs> laughing I started laughing I'm like oh you think I can just take pictures and you know that's like why they invite me great so why don't you do it and he's like uh no I'm not into pictures I'm like, if it's so easy, why isn't everybody else doing it around the world? You know, like, why is it, I mean, why is it so easy? And if it's so easy, then 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's like, uh, but I'm used to this. Like I'm used to people yeah. questioning and I don't blame them. They see a, this beautiful pictures and videos and to them, it's like, okay, yeah, let's take a video. Like, yeah, there's a lot that goes behind the scene, the pictures, the production, the equipments you carry around, the health, and then all the negotiations you have to in the morning, uh, try to create content. And then your vacation is not a vacation. It's a work trip. So you have to think about all the angles. Where do I take this picture? How do I make sure this picture talks to my audience and the hotel's audience? And it's a lot of strategy. It's a lot of, yeah. I like it though. (laughs) Absolutely. So I guess kind of finding that work balance, what do you do in your day-to-day where you can ensure that you have well-being and you can look after yourself? What do you love to do? So that's something I really, really, really care about, which is my well-being. And I definitely don't take it lightly. And I cure it. Like I, I make sure I have days where I am taking care of myself and not just work because it's super important and it affects you. And I think uh, a routine of mine is, is fitness and working out. Like this is my me time. And this is when I do something that is for me, for my body and for my mind. So I've been nonstop like working on myself in terms of like fitness for the past, I would say three years continuously. And that never stopped. And it's been something that I made sure that I embed within my routine, whether it's like in my hometown or on my trips. Mm-hmm. And even in my trips, like when I'm working with clients, let's say if it's a six day trip, then I make sure I, I tell them I need a day off or like I need something to where I'm going either to the spa or to the pool or just sitting doing absolutely nothing because it's very important. Absolutely. No, I love that. So where is on your bucket list? So this year, I really, really wanted to go to Bhutan. And I think I'm going in a month. So it's finalizing. And that has been on top of my bucket list. It's somewhere that I really wanted to see. And that's happening soon. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review to let us know what you think. You can also find us on Instagram at TravelMindedOfficial. Abroad was founded in 2019 and is led by myself, Michael Polak, a trained barrister and expert in international law and assistance. Justice Abroad operates to ensure that people who travel overseas for work or pleasure can be confident that if anything goes wrong, there'll be someone ready to help them. We are seeing an increasing number of cases across the world where people find themselves in trouble and we've been asked to assist. Justice Abroad has a team of top investigators, lawyers around the world and support staff available to provide unparalleled support. Many people when traveling have an attitude of, it'll never happen to me. And then when something does go wrong, they feel helpless with nowhere to turn. Anyone traveling for any purpose should be aware of the issues that could arise and be prepared to get in touch with us should something go wrong. We currently have cases in Greece, China, Thailand, Somalia, Myanmar, Cyprus, Spain, Vietnam, and many other countries around the globe. The increased number of cases which are coming to us proves how frequently travelers can find themselves in trouble often as a victim of crime or accused of offences they did not commit. Usually, travel insurance will not cover you for assistance and advice with legal problems overseas. And even where they do, the assistance can prove ineffectual and not practical. At Justice Abroad, we have an extremely hands-on approach that allows our clients to feel assured that we will deal with every aspect of their situation and ensure they have the best possible outcome. We're Justice Abroad, and we're here when you need us.